Monday. I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm finishing up on my computer, so I'm looking both ways. <laughs> I am so excited to be here with you today. I'm back from vacation. I am ready to go and get started. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is getting started. So many of you um, beautiful women that I talk to are struggling with just where to start. So that's what we are going to talk about today because I'm starting up again too. We were on vacation. If you've been traveling or if you're going to travel this summer, sometimes getting back into Monday, getting back into routine is really difficult to do. So we're going to break that down today. But first, of course, we are going to pray. So if you need prayer, please feel free to comment. I'm gonna be checking comments on the computer. Feel free to comment if you want to share what you need prayer about. Please go ahead and comment. Let us know what you need prayer for. If you don't want to share, that's perfectly okay. Go ahead and drop an emoji that'll let us know that we will pray for you. God hears your heart. God knows your innermost desires. So you don't need to share if you don't want to. But drop an emoji and let us know that you do want some prayer um, and you don't have to get specific on it. Um, every Monday, if you are new here at 10 a.m., we record our podcast. You can find them on YouTube or on any of your favorite podcast apps by searching Fit and Faithful Moms. So you can go ahead and search those up and get all the latest uh, podcasts that we have done. Um, for now, we will open it up for prayer. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Emily. Emily's back from vacation too, so she's feeling it. <laughs> We're all ready to get back started. So Lord, I just come to you today um, with such thanksgiving. Father, I thank you for um, the ability to wake up today. Sometimes we um, look at our blessings and we're looking for the biggest outcome, the biggest, I don't even know how that happened. Um, and the biggest change, and Lord, I just want us to know that it sometimes starts with just the small things. So help us, Father, to be focused on those small steps that we can take as we get closer to your purpose for our life, as we get closer to your plan for um, our lives. And Father, just show us one step at a time. Guide our steps guide our eyes towards you. And I just thank you for your word that we can lean on in any situation that we are in. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Emily just started vacation and Emily, I've got to say she started vacation like a rock star. She started vacation, working out, getting in it, holding herself accountable. My dog doesn't want to stop hurting himself. <laughs> like, please stop. Um, that's, that's a sermon and a word all for another day. We just keep going back to hurting ourselves because that's what we know. But we're going to start um, talking about starting up. So Emily is starting vacation, which is great. I am ending vacation, which is sad. But a lot of us here are starting back up on healthy routines, figuring out what that looks like, what that's going to feel like, who's going to be joining in with us, right? We want all these different details when we're starting up. And I want to encourage you that you don't need to have it all figured out to start. So often, hey, Michelle, 
so often we are looking to have all the answers before we get started. And God never promised that with our lives. And he's not promising that with our health and fitness journey either. He will give us what we are ready for when we are ready for it. He is not going to reveal the whole plan to you up front. The truth is we're not ready for the whole plan, right? We are not ready to handle everything that God has for us. So he doesn't tell us all at once. He doesn't tell us every single struggle that we're going to go through. He doesn't tell us every victory we're going to win over. He just tells us, go and take a step. And it started with Abraham, right? Go to the promised land that I have have promised you. There were no details. There was no GPS system, right? There was nothing. It was just go. And Abraham was faithful and went and he started moving. And I want you to do that with your health and fitness journey today too. Just go. You're not supposed to be sedentary. We are not sedentary people, but we've become so sedentary that it's painful to move. We're dealing with diseases. We're dealing with all these different things that we didn't have to deal with, you know, 20 years ago, but we're dealing with them now. Good morning, Heather. Because we are so sedentary, we sit all day at work. We sit in our car. Um, we just sit, sit, sit in our, I'm sitting right now, right? And our hip flexors get in pain or inflamed. Our back hurts, our knees hurt. All these different things hurt. We go to the doctor trying to get a fix for it. They prescribe medication, all these different things to somehow treat the problem. But a lot of times at the very root of the pain problems we're having is our movement and our nutrition and how we're feeling ourselves. Is it every time? No, I had a knee surgery. (laughs) I know that that surgery wasn't from not moving and I needed that medicine to get me through. But there's a lot of other times that our pain comes from our sedentary habits. We want to know the end. We want to know that we're going to lose 30 pounds before we begin something. We want to know exactly what foods we're going to be eating before we start something. We want to know exactly how our family is going to fall into this routine, if they're going to eat what we're making for them, if they're going to complain, which, yeah, they're going to complain. There's a a newsflash for you. I don't know how long you've been a mom, but your kids are going to complain whether it's good food or it's bad. Like Mila complains over the bowl color at times, um, the color of her cheese at times. So worrying about those things that may or may not happen and allowing them to prevent you from starting. My microphone hates me today. The enemy does not want us speaking about this. At least... I'm going to be encouraged that we're continuing on enemy, whether you want us to or not. Why worry about all of those things that may or may not happen and cause you to stay stagnant in your health, in your nutrition, maybe that's in your faith and just stay where you are. If you want to change, you're going to have to change 
Uh, it's as simple as that, but we don't want to. We want weight loss that comes with, but can I still eat and do everything I'm doing now and lose weight? No, you cannot. I don't care what program promises that. You can't. You're going to have to change. Why and how do I know that? Because God doesn't call us to be still. God doesn't call us to be lukewarm. God doesn't call us to stand in one place for too long. He does tell us to be still and know that he is God, but he does not call us to just stay. He's always calling us to move and grow and develop in all these different ways, including your health and your nutrition and your wellness. So if you're looking for a plan and you've been searching, searching, searching for a plan that just allows you to stay the same, I am going to challenge you that you're really not changing at the end of the day. You're really not moving towards what God wants for you. How do I know? Because you can't stay where you are and do what you're doing now and expect a different outcome. We've heard it before. It's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You're not going to get it. We're going to have to change how you eat. We're going to have to change how you move. You're going to have to change how you view yourself. You're going to have to change how you deal with your kids or your husband, or maybe the groups of people that you hang out with. I talked to a lot of people today um, and clients that say, you know, vacation is hard and, and going out and doing this healthy eating with other people that aren't doing it is hard. And it is to an extent, we're not called to an easy life. God never promised it was going to be easy, but he did promise he would be there through it all. And if hard for us is getting up and doing any movement, it doesn't have to be a pre-planned 12 week, 14 week program. It can be, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes, three times a week this week. I'm going to start there. I don't own any weights. No problem. You can walk. I don't have any equipment. No problem. You can walk. I have bad knees. You can walk. I don't have a gym near me. You can go for a walk. God didn't have gyms, right? Jesus didn't have gyms. In fact, gyms are a relatively new fad, if you will, in this last 20 to 25 years. There were no gyms before. People went outside and were in nature and were moving the things around with their bodies and they were working. I just want you to get outside. You know, a lot of people do that hard 75. And um, I love the part of it that makes you get outside. Get out of your four walls. Go into nature and look for the beautiful things. Just start with one thing. You do not need it all planned out. You can say, I'm going to start eating healthier. So I'm going to start with adding more vegetables into my diet intentionally, not like by mistake, not hidden in a smoothie, not, you know, any of these things intentionally adding more vegetables to my diet. What did God put here on this earth for me to eat that hasn't been modified 
um, processed, packaged by humans. The same way we look at sin, right? We know the things that are good from God. We're supposed to look at those things and keep our eyes focused on him. We can pick out the sin pretty easily in this world. You can open the door and it smacks you in the face, or you can open the door and see the beauty that God has for you. I want you to do the same thing with your pantry, with your fridge, with what you put in your body when you go out to eat. Is this something God made that's beautiful? Because there's a lot of things that he made. He planned us last on purpose. All of the food that we need, all that we need to sustain life was here before he made humans. He didn't have processing factories. He didn't have all these different things. That's the world injecting itself into what God made for you. So open your cabinets, open your front door, look at the beautiful things, the sky, the sunset, the sunrise, whatever time you're working out during the day, the middle of the heat, you know, like uh, wiping your head with sweat. Good morning, Rebecca. Look for the good things. You can do that with your nutrition. Is this a good thing, right? Is me ordering a bunch of prepackaged foods from this company that promises me to lose weight and I don't even have to work out, is that really good? Probably not, because God doesn't call us to be still. We're supposed to be moving. We're supposed to be ready to go when he says go. I don't want to be held back because I haven't moved my body in three years. And when he says go, I go, I'm not physically strong enough to do that. Lower than that, I don't want to have to say no to my kids when they say I want to go to the pool and swim or play soccer or go to batting practice or whatever those things that go, no, I I can't do that. I'm too old. My bones hurt too much. I'm too tired. The world is doing this to us. So how do we get started? You don't need this full laid out plan. You can jog in place. You can go outside for a walk. You can play with your kids. You can jump rope. It is the best cardio activity that you can do. One of my favorite professors in college didn't use any gyms. Now he grew up in that era, right? Where gyms were relatively new. You don't need a gym membership to get a workout in. You can carry around water bottles, canned foods. You can pick up rocks and move around. And that's what this professor taught. And I loved so much about him was just get outside, pick something up and walk around with it. There's rocks that you can lift. How much is it though? Is it 10 pounds? Is it five pounds? I really, my sweet spot is two pounds. Just pick something up and, and walk with it and play with it. Walk up and down your stairs. You don't need a Stairmaster. You can do laps up and down your stairs. Heather, that's boring. I don't know what to tell you. Boredom is good. When my kids tell me they're bored, I say good, right? Like that's a good thing. Your brain grows, your ideas spark when you're bored, good. It should be a little boring. Heather, the treadmill or going for walks, it's so boring. Good, 
allow God into that space, connect with him during your boredom, or just allow your brain to shut off for a minute. Walking up and down your steps, you know, start with five laps up and down, count them. Next week, you can go to six. The week after that, you can go to seven. It doesn't have to be complex. You just have to pick something and do it. And I'm really not um, mad at gyms. I've worked at plenty of them. I go to the gym and I teach at different gyms. That's fine. But if that's your excuse why you're not, and it really all comes down to it, your excuse that you're not, I'm too tired. You're too tired because you don't move and you don't eat, right? Right? I haven't worked out in years. It's okay. Moses didn't know how to speak, yet he moved a bunch of people out of Egypt. It's okay. God's with you. He's got you. I don't know where to begin. You can move your legs. You got this. I've never cooked healthy. You've cooked though. So if you know how to cook, then you can absolutely change something in your routine to cook healthier. I don't like vegetables. I hate that. (laughs) Yes, you do. You were born to like them. You have allowed your habits and your mind to convince you that you don't. You do. Go pick up something. You might not like certain vegetables. I don't like every vegetable, but there are ones that I do like. We are a product of our habits. If we do not like where we are right now, I can trace back your habits and tell you how you got there. But if you're not willing to change your habits and what you're doing right now, then the outcome is going to remain the same forever. It's not going to change. There is no magic pill. Are there pills out there that'll make you less hungry? Sure. Why do you need to be less hungry? Because we've shut down these neurotransmitters that that go from our brain to our stomach. We either tell it to shut up during really hard dieting seasons where we're eating 800 calories and trying to survive and shunned our hunger, or we've shunned our fullness. And now our body's like, well, even if I'm telling her that we're full, our stomachs is full, she eats anyways. So I'm not going to send that message anymore. Or even when I tell her we're starving to death and we need food and we need carbs and we need these things, even though we send that signal, she doesn't listen to it. So we're going to stop sending it. You have to rebuild the neural connections in your brain that go to your stomach, that go to every other part of your body. And that does not happen with a pill. It covers up the problem, but it doesn't solve it. It puts a nice little package on it. Like, Ooh, I lost weight. How'd you do it? I stopped eating. Well, now what happens when you stop taking that pill? Your brain still isn't working how it should. It all starts up here with how you think of yourself, with how you think of the food you put in your body, with how you think of your ability to move and allowing what God made your body to do to actually do it. We hear, I want to cut my cravings. I want to stop cravings. Oh, if only my cravings were stopped. Your cravings are good. It's your body telling you what you need. If you need something sweet, you need a sugar right? But our habits lead us to, all right, sugar is Snickers, sugar is Reese's, sugar is chocolate, sugar is all these different prepackaged things that the world has made. 
sweet. What if you said, I'm craving something sweet. What did God make for me that I can eat? Bananas, apples, peaches. Oh, these things aren't in season. Eat in season. We're supposed to eat in season. We're not supposed to have watermelon in December, right? There's a season for each thing. And guess what? If you eat with the season, you won't get bored either. I only eat broccoli. Uh, I only eat cantaloupe. No, eat with the season. What's fresh? What, where's your farmer's markets? What are they having out? That's what we should be shopping by. That's what should be our guide. Uh, the other craving is salty. I'm craving something salty. I want chips. I want popcorn. I want, I don't know, you guys can name anything else salty that you want, but typically it comes to chips, right? You can make your own. We are the salt of the earth. God gave us salt. You can mandolin up a potato, bake them and put some salt on it too. You could do sweet potato fries. You can make your own things. Is it a little bit more work? Yeah, it is. But is it worth it? Absolutely. All I'm trying to say with just getting started back up is it's not going to be easy. I had to work out today. I didn't work out since last Monday. <laughs> now we did a bunch of walking and swimming and all that other stuff, but no scheduled workouts. This was my first scheduled workout. I did not want to do it. I did not want to get up earlier. I, and I had to get up even earlier. My son left with my parents today on his like annual trip that he goes on with them. So I had to be done even earlier and man, getting up after vacation. <laughs> is it not the worst? It's like, good morning, Rosaline. It is the worst. It's so hard. But if I don't change what I did on vacation, then I'm going to stay in that mode and that is not healthy either, right? Sleeping in, I've got a job to do. I've got clients to talk to. I've got kids. They've got responsibilities. We've got things to do. Like vacation is nice. You need that break. You need that rest. But I can't just only rest either. I can't just only sit still. I have to go, you know what? It does stink. I can acknowledge that feeling. It does stink. But if I want to get to here, if I want to be fully recovered from this surgery I just had, if I want to be active with my kids, if I want to get back into doing the things I did before my surgery, I have to get up. And if you don't have something like that, I want you to think, God wants you to move. If I want to honor my body, the very thing that Jesus died for, what is loved and made in God's image, if I want to honor that, I have to move it. And I just think of all the times that Jesus was uncomfortable and he did things that he didn't want to do. How many times do you think Jesus was like, oh, these people, <laughs> right? They're asking me the same thing in a million different ways or I have to sleep on a boat during a storm or I have to get over to the other side. I've got to do all these things. I went to a wedding and I didn't ask for the food to be run out, but Jesus was there and was able to provide. You know, how many times did he roll his eyes or not want to do something, but he did it because he prayed over it, 
because he loved us, because he knew his calling, he knew his passion, he knew what he was meant to do. Sometimes we're going to have to do things that we want to, we don't want to do. You don't want to get up earlier. I understand, but that might be the best plan of action for you. You don't want to work out when you get home. Well, if you don't want to wake up earlier and you don't want to wake up when you're at after work or work out after work, then you just don't want to work out and that's okay, but you've got to make a sacrifice. Our health requires a sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice to honor the thing that God gave us? We are to be a movement of the church. Can you be a movement right now of the church in your current state? If not, I'm going to challenge you to do one thing this week, whether that's walking, whether that's doing the stairs in your house because it's too hot outside. I get it. It's like 100 degrees here too. I think it's a 106 degree index or whatever. You can go to a community pool. You can work out inside. You can do some push-ups. You can do some crunches. You can go for a walk before the sun gets super hot. You can go play soccer with the kids outside. You can do a million different things. Just like when you say you don't like vegetables, there are vegetables you like. Pick one and eat it. I don't like exercise. There's something that you will like or like more than all the other things, right? Of all the things, there's a something that is tolerable for you. There is something that you like. Pick that thing and, and do it. Pick that vegetable and eat it. Pick that morning routine and stick to it. It's not going to happen automatically. You have to do the work. God isn't just going to come down and be like, here you go, dream body. If he did, I wouldn't be here. And we'd have no need for faith. We need to do that work and lean into him when it's hard. On those mornings you don't want to wake up, instead of going, I don't want to wake up, why don't we praise him for waking us up? On those days you don't want to work out, why don't you praise him for the ability to move your body, even if it's not how you want to, but that you can move just this bit right now. Instead of rolling our eyes at all of the veggies and the choices we have to make that everyone else gets to drink, you know, their sodas and sweet teas or whatever. They get to eat all these hamburgers and french fries and not gain weight. Instead of that, why don't you switch your mentality to, but that doesn't do me well. I don't feel good after I eat that. I don't feel energized. I feel tired and, and bloated. Thank you, God, for giving me this option here. There are options at every single restaurant for you to eat differently than you are right now. There are options for you to pick different things at your grocery store right now to break your habits. There are options for you to wake up earlier. There are options for you to work out. There are options for you to view even the hard things as a blessing. And that's my challenge for you. Pick one thing. You don't have to have all the answers. I don't know what any of my future holds, but I do know that God has a future for me, but he told me to worry about today. Worry about today. It's got enough worry of its own. And then we can move on to tomorrow. You don't need to have the whole week planned of food, just have today. You don't have to worry about your 14 week exercise program, just have today. Just have this moment.
be present in it, be thankful for it. So if you're getting started, I want you to do something today. Maybe that you don't like, maybe that you do, and just move. Don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Ladies, it was awesome getting to chat with you today. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your Monday, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.